Hey gang, this is Blind Geek, here to introduce what is, at least so far, the final installment of Cartoon Action Hour Captive Souls. I'm not saying it won't ever come back, but I'm not saying it will. We are still up in the air about that. It just depends on how people's lives are going and how much time we have and all kinds of things like that. Cartoon Action Hour will definitely be back. Whether Captive Souls is, and whether it's any of the same players other than yours truly, remains to be seen. But this is the final installment. It was recorded on August 18th, 2009, and good God, it is only now just being posted. So, yeah. That's, yeah, that's just, that's what it is. Anyway, as always, our cast is Josh DeLioncourt as our Game Master, Anim5 as Smack Chainmore, and yours truly, Blind Geek, as Bladestar. So without further ado, let's get right to it, shall we? Cartoon Action Hour. Captive Souls, the season finale. Enjoy. Make sure this is recording well. Yes, that is us. Alrighty. So, when last we met... We had just found our way into Valamir's castle. That is right. And uh, we pick up the action shortly after your defeat of Chakra. Who made a cameo appearance from the Dynaman game available from Draconis Entertainment. Dot com. Yes, so you have defeated her, you have come through, and you find yourselves in a, uh, a small room with stone uh, walls. Not terribly small, but stone walls, a little chamber, and uh, there's one exit that leads out to a corridor. And uh, you find yourselves face to face with a... Uh, Slightly bedraggled, robed figure with a long beard and long hair, standing in the room, blinking at you a bit owlishly. Hello! Oh, no. How are you? Oh, we're quite well, uh, oh, bearded one. <laughs> good, good. How are you? Where did you come from? That's a long story, and I think it would be best to just accept the fact that we are here and not ask such questions. Oh, that sounds like a good, a good idea. <laughs> I don't really like to hear long stories. You know what I do like? A mutton, lettuce, and tomato sandwich where the mutton is just so... Mm. No? Oh, okay. <laughs> good guess, though. Good guess. If I was you, I might have guessed the same. No, actually, I like games. Games are fun. Don't you think games are fun? Oh, I think games are great. He claps his hands and rubs them together and stands up a little taller. What kind of games are you interested in? Oh, I don't know. I like all sorts of games. It doesn't really matter what sort of game. I like cards. I like dice. I like board games. Chess is an awful lot of fun. How about hide and go seek? No, no, I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey, let's play a dice game. And he hands you each 12-sided die. A 12-sided die. Conveniently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, what's your name, fellow? He looks at Smack. I am Smack Chainmore. Ah, Smack Chainmore. Very good. Yours is, uh, what, uh... I see a blade coming out of your arm. You couldn't possibly be Blade Star, could you? Uh, no. My name is Sam. Sam and Smack. Yes. Smack and Sam. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like a convenience store. Not very convenient, though. I'm afraid. And your stony-eyed companion? Oh, uh, we just call her Hi. I see. Which makes greeting her very interesting. Yes. Hello, Hi. And I... Hi. Hi. And then you get picked up for drug possession. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very good, very good. And the little fellow there looks like a leprechaun. He is... What did I call him last week? Leprechauns are cute. <laughs> I like leprechauns. I used to have a leprechaun. He lived in my beard. Anyway, uh, let's play a game, shall we? Okay. All right. Hey. What are the stakes? Stakes? I don't know. Yeah. I like medium rare. Uh, I like more medium myself, but what I'm saying is what are the prizes involved? Prizes? Do we need yes. prizes? Can't we just play for, for the glory of winning? We could, but I don't think that's what you have in mind. Why not? Because you just have that look about you. You look like a gambling man. Oh, no, I never gamble. I don't like gambling. I lose things. Sometimes I win things, but mostly I lose them. Okay, well... What... Oh, very good, very good. Smack, smack, why don't we start with you? Roll your oh. dice and see what you get. It appears to have come up six. Ah, you're wrong, you lose. I win. Okay, what? star. Wait a minute. <laughs> why don't you roll your dice and see what you get? And my name is Sam, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, Sam, that's right, that's right. <laughs> I thought you were Blade Star, but you're really Sam. Yes. A lot of people make that mistake. Uh, mine came up a one. Ah, you're wrong, too. Ha! I win. This is fun. Is it? It is, yes. Okay, my turn. Uh, you okay. just went. It's Shaylee's turn. Yeah, but we're switching now. Oh. Okay. Give me your dice, Smack. It came up eight this time. Ah, she loses two. Ha! What How about, about that? Wow, that's amazing. It's amazing, isn't it? You have quite a track record. I do. I keep winning. It was fun to win. I played a game against a polar bear once, but I lost that one. He wasn't very interested in playing. <laughs> he kept trying to bite off my arm. Not very congenial. You're a very strange, Am I? sad bearded man. Really? Yes. You, you have our pity, but... Um... <laughs> well, that's more than I had ever gotten from anyone else. So whose turn is it now? Uh, oh, it's Leprechaun's turn. What's your name, little fellow? Lucas. So I am. All right, well, uh, have uh, Mr. Sam Blade Star, not Blade Star Sam, give you uh, his die, and uh, we'll see what you get. Ten. Ha! Huh? You lose. This is a very stupid game. Oh, uh, it's a game. Games are always stupid. They didn't really accomplish game. much of anything. Game player, what, what is your name? Ah, oh, my name's Chandor. Chandor? Chandor. 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 Would it save a great deal of time, Chandor, <laughs> if we pretended that we've rolled another two, possibly three thousand more times and lost each and every roll? Would uh, that speed things up a bit? It probably would, but it wouldn't be very much fun. 
It wouldn't be much fun for us, but it'd be fun for you. You won all those times. Huh, this is a fair point. Hmm. Fascinating. Perhaps we could play a new game? Ah, new games, new games, new games. I do have a set of cards around here somewhere, I think. He starts rummaging through his robes. I was thinking of a much more exciting game. Oh, what's that? It's called Lead Us Up the Spiral Ramp and Help Us Find Valamir. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Good try, Smack. I had a feeling it wouldn't be that easy, but I was hoping I was wrong. What if we put a wager on? No, I'm not, I'm not a betting man anymore. I've lost too many times. It's too dangerous. I lost an ear betting once, and that sort of made me lose would, my taste for it. I would tell you that story, but it's rather corny. Okay, we have things to do. We, we really don't have time to spend standing here playing pointless games with you. Really? What have you got to do? We have to go and explore this. I think this. you need to relax. You need to take a load off. Enjoy yourselves. We like to explore. That's how we enjoy ourselves. And we have a big castle that we need to discover. Uh, the castle's ex- very boring. There's nothing much interesting here at all. You should just stay I... right here. <laughs> but we were already playing a game before we met you. Oh, what's that? It was called... Let's go up the spiral ramp and find Valamir. Uh, that's like a very boring game. You're bound to lose. We find it very, very exciting. Well, we're staying here and losing every game with you. (laughs) Why don't we just proceed and lose the game we were playing as it is? Uh, I see. I think I've got some cards in here somewhere. And he starts looking through his robes again. Is he standing in a doorway? Yeah, he's standing in the doorway. That's the only doorway out. He's blocking our way, then, is what you're telling me. Indeed. Has anyone seen my mustache comb? What the hell? I seem to have lost it. No, we have not seen your mustache comb. (laughs) Very good, very good. Smack Chainmore whispers to Lucas. Lucas, you are able... Yes. You were able to um, make us quite a bit smaller than we are now in order to get into the electronics. I wonder if you could do the same favor for Shandor here. Uh, I certainly could try. That's not a bad idea. And he claps his hands, but it doesn't seem to uh, do much of anything. Aha! I knew I'd find them! And he pulls out a deck of uh, kind of soggy playing cards that appear to have been... uh, (laughs) Dampened by, perhaps, the sweat inside his robes. Oh, God. There we go. Who wants to play poker? Well, you can't No, no, play... no, don't get any ideas. I'm not making any bets with poker. No, and no. what the hell's the point of playing poker? To win or lose. Well, we can play blackjack. I don't much care. The game is a game. I think it would be much more fun to continue with the 12-sided die. Why don't I roll again? Ah, look, I rolled a 12. Ah, you lose. <laughs> Under what criteria? That's how the game works. What is? That. What? You roll, you and lose. We lose. That's the Ah, entire... you're getting it, you're getting it. I'm very proud of you, very good. Okay, you roll this time. 
Uh, I don't have any dice. I gave you all here, my dice. Here, take this die right here. Uh, no, that's all right. Take you can keep it. Turn. Roll it! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not taking it. He tucks his hands inside his sleeves. Not taking it, not taking it. Shandor, I've hidden the die you gave me in one of my hands. Place his hands behind his back. Is it in the right hand or the left hand? Uh, I don't know. Is it in the right or left? How am I supposed to know? That's the game. You have to guess. That's no fun. Why is it not fun? (laughs) Because I don't know the answer. Ha! Got you! (laughs) Shando, how long have you been in this tower? Uh, I've been here for, let's see, probably about uh, seven and a half minutes, I think, now. <laughs> uh, Smack Chainmore is going to move past Shandor through the opening. He's standing Opposite in Chain- the doorway. And Smack is going to have to gently push past him, not offering any violence, just, I am going to move. If he is shifted slightly to one side, <laughs> slowly, then uh, that's his business. <laughs> All right, as you uh, push Jandor to one side, he vanishes in a puff of smoke. What the? What? I think it was an illusion of some sort. A delaying tactic. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. That was actually fairly clever. Annoying, but clever. All right. Let's <laughs> proceed. All right, you start uh, up the spiral. Uh, there's a corridor that leads up uh, in a spiraling fashion upward uh, somewhat, gradually moving upward and round and round in circles uh, toward the top. You um, are uh, working your way down that way. You see a couple of doors, one on each side of the corridor, as you are uh, working your way up from the first to the second level. Hmm, the lady or the tiger? Let's go check out one of the doors. Would you like to check out the one on the left or the one on the right? Perhaps we can make use of one of these die that Odd Illusion gave us. Bladestar, if, if you roll your die and it's an even number, we'll we check the right the hand left. door. Oh, okay. We can go that way. And if it's an odd number, we'll go on the left. Uh, we're going on the left. All right, so you go to the left, and it appears to be a small dungeon of sorts. There is a straw mattress in the corner with a skeleton lying on it. The uh, skeleton has uh, with it a quiver full of arrows. Looks like it's been there for many, 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 many years. How many? Many, 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 many years. Okay, just making sure. (laughs) Is there a bow anywhere around that we can see? Nope. Okay. I'm going to take the arrows. The quiver. All right. Take it. (laughs) You have the arrows. Uh, The skeleton's arm falls off. Oh, that's all right. You didn't need it anyway. Do I see anything else? Uh, It was a dungeon. There's nothing else in here. No, I mean the skeleton. Does he have... Is there anything... Uh, Just some remnants of his clothing, which is mostly rotted away and is just clinging to the bones and strips and strands. Okay. Well, I... Shove the skeleton aside. It partially crumbles to dust and falls into more bone fragments and such. There's nothing underneath it. Other than floor. Just a straw mattress. Or straw. Okay. Well, let's check out the door on the right. If you have no objections 
Mr. Chainmore? I think it is the next uh, wisest thing to do, indeed. You uh, find another skeleton also sprawled out on a straw mattress. Does it have any kind of accoutrement? It does not, but roll a... What do they call that? Hyper-awareness, please. Twelve. Well, total of twelve. All right. It looks like part of the straw mattress has sort of been picked away and pulled apart. So someone was here before us, searching for something. Or this poor chap hid something in the mattress. Could be that, too. In fact, in some ways, that seems more likely. Valamir doesn't treat his guests very well. No, I would be complaining about the room service. Well, I took the last one. Do you want to take this one, Smack? I will very closely examine the area of the mattress that has been picked apart. You see a small white box shoved inside the mattress. I retrieve the box and hold it in the middle of our little quad of adventurers. Look. It's a very small white box. You uh, notice that it rattles slightly as you move it about. Is it ticking? It is not ticking. (laughs) If it has a lid, I'm going to open it. Or if it slides open, whichever. Yes, it slides open, and inside it are uh, half a dozen matches. What the hell? It's a matchbox. Our show today is sponsored by Matchbox, makers of fine mini cars. I'm going to hold on to the matches and I'm going to gather up the mattress. All right. Cram it into as close to a pillow size as I can and just hold it under one arm as we proceed. Very good. The skeleton falls to the ground and crumbles to dust as you did that. So I'm assuming you're going to head uh, further up the corridor toward the second level. Yes. Hmm. As you uh, travel along the corridor, spiraling upward, you notice that it's beginning to get colder and colder and colder. The uh, ground suddenly is covered in ice, and as you round another bend, you see that there is a huge wall of ice blocking your way forward. That's okay. I shine my laser eye. Ooh, good one. And uh, heighten the intensity and see if I can cause the ice to begin to melt. All right. Roll for your eye. <laughs> roll your eye. Eye. And I'm using an oomph because that roll sucked ass. <laughs> That's a little better. Eleven is my total. You uh, begin to burn you away with your laser eye through the... Uh... Ice, however, it's so cold, it's very, very slow going, and it's only making a hole about the size of a baseball. Okay. I am going to look at the ice wall and see if it looks like there are any focal points to it that could be considered, like, if part of this was dislodged, the whole thing could come crashing down. Uh, it all looks very, very solid. It's uh, just basically a solid wall of ice, floor-to-ceiling, wall-to-wall, and uh, also the walls and ceiling and floor are uh, all around it and behind you uh, now are also covered in some ice, and uh, there's even a little bit of snow in the corners. Oh, so the ice is increasing as we're standing there? No. Okay. Okay, Just giving a bit more detail of the area. As yeah, stupid and silly as this is going to look, at this point I don't much care. 
I'm going to trace... You guys have sort of followed me to have it. I to look silly and stupid there. That's why we brought you along, Lucas. I'm going to... The um, point is out for you. Yeah, you fit right in. As tedious as this may be, with my eye on super intensity, I'm going to trace a man-sized shape in the ice wall, even if it's just melting a little bit. I'm not expecting my eye to dislodge the ice. I'm just trying to soften it a bit. In a man-sized shape. Yes. All right. So, uh, I guess roll for your eye once again. I'm rolling my eyes. Yes. There we go. That would be 15. All right. You sort of succeed. You have uh, a shape burrowed into the uh, the wall at this point of ice. However, it does not uh, go anywhere near all the way through the ice wall. That's okay. I wasn't expecting it to. My cyber arm opens up and an ice pick. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that would be your, part of your transformation thing. Yes. So roll for that. If you roll a one, I am going to die of laughter. Yeah. An ice pick, huh? A very large ice pick, I'm assuming. Sixteen, yes. Alright, you have a very large ice pick hanging off the side of you now. I'm using the melted spots as an outline, and I'm smashing the ice inside the outline, basically. Alrighty. Uh... I think we need some sort of uh, what, strength roll, I guess. I don't know. We could do that. Okay, let me roll strength. 16. All right. You um, bash away, pick away at the um, ice wall in the little uh, circle uh, you made with your laser eye, and chunks of ice start to um, fall out and fly sort of everywhere. Bits of uh, the frost and ice and the snow are billowing up from your efforts, so to, so to speak. Sort of, you're sort of splashing it all around and covering the rest of your companions so they look a bit like snow people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden you make one massive heave with your arm and chip away a huge chunk of the ice and you find looking back at you through the hole is... A familiar face. Chill climbs out. Hello, uh, boys. Didn't expect to see you here. Funny that, considering all the ice and the snow around. Well, I... Yeah, it makes sense from that angle, but I didn't... <laughs> Never mind. Just... Well, let's just face it, Blade Star. You weren't thinking at all. I got us through the ice. No, you Thank didn't. You, you just dug this guy out. So what are you all doing here? You who abandoned me on the moon. If my memory serves me correctly, it was you who abandoned us. Oh, really? You were yes. supposed to get my my home back from the ice trolls. My recommendation is that you visit the ice trolls yourself, and particularly go to the library. I know the library was my library before they took over my castle. Anyway, doesn't matter. I am here to kick your ass, so everybody roll for initiative. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
five. Total? Plus the ooms. How many ooms do we have today? Were we at six? That sounds right. Then oh. it's an 11 total. Very good, very good. And Blazer? Eight. Shay Lee is actually first for a wonder, but she doesn't have anything to do, so we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have any weapons left since she lost her uh, arm that she with which she was armed. So uh, she's been disarmed she has twice. Arm. Well, I suppose she could try to punch him, I suppose, but... All right, sure. She tries to punch, chill, and misses. All right, Smack, you are up. Smack is going to set fire to the uh, um, stuffed mattress. Brilliant. We shall see. I guess that there's no skill really involved in that. You strike a match yeah, and you put it to the straw that is highly flammable. Mm-hmm. So you uh, are now holding a I, burning <laughs> pile of straw. I don't have it jammed between my legs. <laughs> that, that's good. I'm lighting it. I, I'm, yeah, because yeah, doing that would be, be definitely close. nuts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did place it down before setting fire to it. All right. Fire is burning. Chill backs away from it a bit. Oh, now you're backing away, huh? Huh? Lucas is next. Here, Lucas. Sucks. Lucas uh, <laughs> <laughs> claps his hands uh, in the attempt to uh, give uh, Chill a beard, which completely backfires, and in for once, uh, he ends up giving himself one. Hey, Lucas, that looks good. <laughs> oh, damn it. That's the first time that's ever happened. Damn it all. Bladestar, you're up. You look more knightly that way. Screw you, Bladestar. Screw you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm honestly trying to remember exactly who the hell this guy is. Um, I'm sort of remembering now that okay, that's why I, that's why I let Smack take it. I'm like, I don't remember. He's so the long. ice guy, the snow guy. He was flying around in a giant snowball, took you to the moon to get his ice castle back from the ice trolls. And when you went down into the ice castle, you found the Axe of Zim. Oh, okay, there you go. That's the last part I couldn't. Okay, who has the axe at this point? Uh, yeah, you have the axe. Let's uh, make sure we got this right. Smack has the shield. Mm-hmm. Lucas has the sword. Bladestar has the axe. Shaylee has the helmet. Okay. Then I'm going to toss the axe to Shaylee so she actually has something useful to do. That would be your action. That would be my action. If that's okay. what you're going to do. Yes, because he's got the fire, so there's really nothing I can do to the ice that would... Plus, we just dug him out. It'd be stupid to just bury him again. All right, uh, Chill is up, and he attacks Bladestar because he looks like the easiest target at this point. Bladestar, okay. what will you do? I don't know. I don't know what he's attacking me with. Uh, he is, oh, I'm sorry. He is blasting you with a blast of icy magic. Is it like an ice bolt or something? Or uh, is it... Sort of. It's, it's, it looks... Cold. It's sort of a blue, coldish sort of looking blast of magic that's coming right at you from his fingertips. Well, I'm not going to ask you a lot of questions about it because realistically I wouldn't have time. I'm going to try as stupid as this may end up being to block it with my ice pick. Alright. Well, I don't know if it's solid or I can't really duck behind a wall of ice that's on the other side. So... <laughs> duck behind Lucas. <laughs> Yeah, that would be pointless. And I rolled a 9 plus whatever the hell I'm... It's agility is what you want. So that'd be 13. 
All right, you um, swing up your um, ice pick, and it is hit by the bolt of icy magic, which freezes it and causes it to snap off and fall with a clatter to the ground. Take a setback token. Okay. Shaylee is up again. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Shaylee runs toward Chill with the uh, swinging the axe, but slips on the ice and falls, making a Shaylee-shaped impression in the snow and ice on the <laughs> ground. She slips on the ice, as it were. See, Lucas, that is a true knight of Shenzhen. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you were finally able to put a beard on yourself, because that's truly the mark of a knight of Shenzhen being completely inept! Alright. Smack, you're up. Gravity grip. Chill to right in front of me where the burning mattress is. Alright, gravity grip. Pull him and place him down on the flames and see how he likes that. And 14 total. All right, you pull Shill towards you with your gravity grip. He goes flying into the fire in the differential between the coldness of him and the heat of the fire causes his uh, body, which you now realize is apparently made up entirely of ice, to explode, dousing you all in uh, bits and fragments of uh, ice and water and frosty bits. What a gooey, gross victory. As a... <laughs> Hooray! As I said, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Roll a hyper-awareness roll, Bladestar. Ten. You notice something glinting underneath uh, some of the icy, snowy remains of chill that are melting on the floor. Something glinting? Glinting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I... I stoop down and clear away the ice and snow. It is a small round metal plate that was on Chill's chest with the emblem of a snowflake etched upon it. Okay. Look at this, y'all. This is Redneck Blade Star, a new variant action figure coming to stores (laughs) next fall. Sorry. I wonder if it was the source of his special powers. Well, just a very expensive belt buckle. Yeah. (laughs) Only one way to find out that I can see. Does it have any way of attaching to one's chest? That's just a metal plate. It was actually part of Chill at one point. Oh, okay. I'll pocket it. What the hell? Might come in handy. The fire burns on. Oh, yeah, we may want to scoop some ice and snow onto that fire and put it out before it catches the entire castle. Well, Although that would definitely smoke Valamir out. The castle is stone anyway. It's not going to burn down. That's true. Well, then, hold it, then keep it burning. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe Smack can, uh, making use of the Shield of Zim, plow the burning mattress towards the opening that Bladestar made and uh, melt it a little wider. There we go. All right. Uh, you start to do that. Smack. Roll a perception roll. I didn't like chill. I'm glad that happened. There, I said it. <laughs> he was mean to us. He was. He was a, he was a chilly bastard. 
And I don't think he really owned that castle anyway. I think he was lying through his icy teeth. There you go. But he had a cool ship. He did. He did. He was also badass enough to freeze Valamir for crying out loud. So that makes it even better. Fun, fun. If we had a snowco machine, we could have maybe bribed him into coming over to our side. There you go. Lemon, lime, cherry, grape. Anything he wanted, so long <laughs> as he froze Valamir. There you go. Ah, oh, that makes me want... Listen, I see now. Damn it. <laughs> I did actually make the roll that it, it was a seven. And I have no additional perceptual skills to add to that. All right. Just as you're about to shove the mattress into the hole, you realize that when Jill came through it, that the hole was uh, made big enough now for you to get through the ice wall. Oh. So you're doing that for nothing. <laughs> well, then I'm just going to leave the burning mattress in the midst of the scattered remains of Chill in the hopes that it might slow him down from reforming like the Mercury guy from Terminator. Uh, <laughs> yes. Even though I have no knowledge of that whatsoever. The T-1000. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. So let's go I wonder if we shouldn't that. go back and get the other mattress. or uh, Knowing it's there is probably good enough. I've got five more matches. I'm just waiting for you guys to decide what to do. Shall we proceed? Yeah, let's proceed. The proceeds go to charity, so I think that's probably a good move. <sighs> through the glistening tunnel of ice we go. Yes, you go through the wall and find on the other side <laughs> that there's uh, more uh, snow and more ice. Uh, however, as you leave the uh, ice wall behind, it does start to get a bit warmer. And uh, you turn another bend and find that the corridor ends in what appears to be the inside of the base of a clock tower of sorts. A huge huge pendulum, far bigger than the size of a man, is swinging back and forth. Looking upward, you can see all the inner workings of the clock, and far, far at the top, you know, cogs and springs and wheels and such, and far, far up at the top of the clock tower from here, you can see a door. Okay. Is the pendulum swinging? It is, yes. Is there a stairwell or a ladder leading up to that door? There is not. Okay. The pendulum is swinging, uh, and if you go any further into this uh, room, it will swing and probably kill you if it hits you. Yes, but it would make a great way to get to the door. No, it would be a great way of getting yourself smashed against the wall. In doing so, we would still be closer to the door than we are now. (laughs) (laughs) We deal with getting close to being smashed against the wall when the time comes. Is the clock mechanism run on weights? Uh, not from what you can see. It's all uh, springs, as I said, in uh, cogs, and it just seems to be uh, wound from somewhere else. Okay. What if we had your uh, chain of justice wrapped around the um, pendulum, or maybe we could get that to stop the pendulum from swinging? Hmm. That's worth a try. I think I'll try that. 
Very good. I would like to try, yes, uh, uh, electric chain of justice to slow the pendulum to a stop. All right. Oh, God. Yeah, it's going to be a long night. <laughs> and I don't have a program that does this. It's this little green eye here that gave me a one. First one of the night. First yeah. one of the evening. You Terrific. swing your chain of justice. It catches on the pendulum, and the force of the pendulum pulls the chain and you along with it, flinging Whoa. you across the room and slamming you into the wall, leaving a smacker-shaped impression in the wall. You slide down the wall to the floor, looking a bit dazed. <laughs> I don't know there you go. That. See, that's a true making of a night of Shenzhen right there. I see uh, bearded Lucas is flying around my head in a circle, yes. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, yeah, Bladestar. You hear, and you hear, I think this was Bladestar's idea, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like teamwork. Well, uh, Shaylee is gone. I've done my artwork. Bladestar, soon you'll have to do your artwork. work. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Blade Star is coming off remark. Well, he had his arm pick knocked off, I guess. But yeah, I should have picked that up and taken it with me. Actually, yeah. Well, you didn't. No, I didn't. You were too busy picking up chest ornamentation. Well, hmm. How big is this chest ornamentation? It's very small, about the size of a half dollar. And how big are the springs and cogs and things like that that are moving? Huge. The springs and cogs are probably each about six feet in diameter. Oh, hell. Could we climb them? Well, they're moving. That does not mean we can't climb them. It just means we might be stupid, too. You would be wise to stop them before you tried to climb them. Oh, hell. Well... I don't know if this would be strong enough. I'm going to extend my sword and try to slice through the spring. Uh, it's too far high above your head to reach. Okay. Shaylee, throw the axe and see if we can slice through the spring. Alright, I'll try it. Uh, you know what? I don't want to be responsible for this. And she holds out the axe to you and smacks... <laughs> One of you guys try to do it. <laughs> what a worthy night of Shenzhen. Yeah, yeah, I already, uh... Yeah, anyway, here, you take it. <laughs> Alright, I take it. Bladestar. Rather than risk damage to the axe of Zim, would you care to try this silver spear that I've been carrying around? It served its purpose in killing a vampire. I don't know that it has any further use. Hmm. Is it big enough to do any damage to the... I mean, I thought that was a little tiny spear. It is a little tiny spear, but if it lodges itself in the right place, all it needs to do is stop some gears from turning. Hmm. All right. Like you said, it's better than uh, damaging the axe. Okay. Smack hands blade star at the silver spear. All right. I'm going to need an agility roll. What exactly are you trying to do then? You're going to throw the trying spear and try to lodge it? And lodge it in the gears and cogs, trying to get them to... To stop. 
stop. All right. Uh, agility. Or at the very least, make them incredibly cranky. Fifteen. You throw the spear up into the uh, mechanisms. It catches on something. They slow, slow, slow. There's a screeching, grinding noise. Then the spear gets dislodged once again and comes flying out through the force of one of the springs recoiling and smacks Bladestar in the head. I was going to say I duck. Okay. Oh! Oh, That almost worked. That was so close. Well, Lucas, if you've got any better ideas... Ow. Well, I have a question, anyway. I don't know if I've got any better ideas. Why is it that he's the one with Nimbus of Nimbleness and you're the one throwing the spear that he had in the first place? Because it was my turn to act, according to the Game Master, and I didn't think of that. <laughs> I just used my electric chain of justice to create Zen, uh, Knights of Shenzhen art. That's right. You are great, um, great. What, great what is the condition of the spear? It appears to be unharmed. By the way, if you used Micklemite to create some of that Shinsene art, would that make you Michelangelo? Oh, God. <laughs> you know, I've been refraining up to this point. <laughs> oh, it's our last <laughs> game. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That just called for it. <laughs> Uh, yes. Yes, it would. And the spear is unharmed. Hmm. It is unharmed, yes. Yeah, I hand it back to him and say, you try! As I rub my head. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and try that with the spear. Nimbus of Nimbleness plus nine gives me a total of sixteen. You throw it up, and it catches in the gears as well. They slow, they slow, they slow. They stop. Nobody's breathing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting for it to come crashing down and smack smack in the smacker. And... Looking, Looking carefully at the pendulum. And with another twang, it comes loose again and comes flying down and hits Blade Star in the head again. Oh, come on! <laughs> I'm detecting a pattern here. <laughs> oh. So close and you're so far away. Wow. This episode is brought here by Excedrin, something that Blade Stars kind of needs in Ordon. Are these counting as setback tokens as well? Uh, no, no, no setback tokens for the. Oh, okay. Tokens, but that's only in, in combat. Okay. Or in serious, you know, dire consequences, not for things to amuse the game master by beating his players up to pulp and beating them into submission. Fair enough. Smack is looking way up high up among the gears and levers and springs and cogs and things and would like to, uh, if he can, spy something like a cotter pin. A what? (laughs) A cotter pin. It's 
Essentially, oh, yes. it's something that holds the gears onto the end of the shaft that yes, they're rotating. Yes, yes, yes. I got you. I got you. Yes, uh, you see lots of them on several gears throughout the mechanism. Uh, unless somebody else wants to try something, I'd like to try gravity grip to pull a cotter pin out. Like the biggest one that I can see. I'll just pull the whole damn thing. To... Okay. Works for me. Alright. I, I run out of the way giving him... <laughs> yeah, recommend that uh, anybody that's in here not be in here because um, gears coming down are going to be a lot heavier than a spear. Oh. Oh, alright. Fifteen. Alright, you use your gravity grip and uh, pull off one of the uh, pin things and one of the gears comes crashing down to the floor, narrowly missing you. However, uh, now the system does uh, stop entirely. Ah. I should mention that it was a gear up near the top of the clock tower that you knocked down. Oh dear. <laughs> The one that reaches the door. Ah, uh, no, well. no, 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 no. Right. There's other ones up there. That just happens to be where this one came from. All right, fair enough. Shall we attempt to climb the pendulum? Sounds like a good plan to me. I don't know about this, but I'm game. I, I suppose I am too. Uh, I got news for you. We're all game. So uh, we all need agility <laughs> rolls here. Nine. Ooh, a twelve on the die. Plus wow. uh, nimbus of nimbleness. Nimbus of nimbleness, uh, I think, was at seven. So that would be twelve plus fourteen, which would be twenty. 2026. I'm so good at math. And the room falls silent. Uh, what was yours, <laughs> sir? I think I missed yours then. Uh, his was 26. What was yours? Um, Nine. Total? Yeah. I only have four agility. All right. Smack climbs up. Well, and uh, goes uh, now. What are we doing exactly? You're trying to climb all the way up through the mechanism, or just up to the where the pendulum attaches to the bottom of it? If we could actually see a doorway at the top, that would have been my target. Okay, so yeah, you're, you're climbing up. You manage uh, to make it all the way uh, through the uh, up the pendulum and climb up uh, several gears and springs and things to a platform at the top near the door is where you're heading. Shaylee follows after Smack and also manages to make it, as does Lucas. However, Blightstar, unfortunately, reaches uh, about halfway, loses his grip, begins to fall, has an, uh, an opportunity to try to do something to make up for it before he hits the ground. Well, since my ice pick got snapped off, can I use my arm thing again and since this is the last game hint hint, hint. <laughs> uh, come on sure, come on sure 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 <laughs> all right i'm going to bring back an arm object from the past 
Ah, nostalgia. Yes. <laughs> Tying everything together. That was the gun hanging on the wall. This is the firing of the gun hanging on the wall. I'm going to let loose with my pitong grappling hook thingy and try to keep myself from falling too far by... Oh, crap. Well, <laughs> it's stone, but we'll try it anyway. By uh, trying to... Well, not, not to point out the obvious and help you too much, but why not just try to attach it to some of the gears and springs and other components of this mechanism instead of on the walls? Because I figured that would just slip off, but it's worth a shot. Yeah, I'll try and wedge it into the gears and such. See if I can do that and climb back out. So my cyber arm is six. I rolled a six. That makes it 12 total. All right. You uh, succeed in transforming your arm into the uh, grappling hook kind of thing. It does get snagged on some of the gears. Uh, however, you, in the process of doing all this, you've completely lost your grip. And you are now dangling from the end of the rope attached to the grappling hook that has come out of your arm with your feet some 40, 50 feet above the ground. That's all right. Hmm. I was kind of expecting that. So uh, I will wind, or how do you describe it? What I'm trying to do is feed the cord back into my arm, thereby pulling myself up toward the gear. You want to retract it so that it yes. will pull you up. Yes. All right. You know what? I'm not even going to make you roll for that. Sure. Okay, okay. You're, you're back up to the gear. I'm going to make you roll again, though, for agility to climb the rest of the way. Okay. To join your companions. Eleven. All right. You managed to reach the top of the platform by the door with your compatriots. All right. That was a close one. Yeah, it was well kind done, of fun. Blade Star. Thank well you. Done. Thank you very much. You notice up here that back a ways uh, from the door is part of the clock mechanism. There is a very, very large, but human-sized, man-sized, wooden carving of a giant cuckoo bird facing toward the door. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh. Okay. Okay. There's an inexplicable bowl of cocoa puffs sitting beneath it. That are thinking, oh no, not again. Not again. <laughs> uh, okay. We're by the door. You're on a platform by the closed door at the top of a clock tower. It's a very long way down through gears and mechanisms and pendulum down into the ground. Is the uh, giant wooden cuckoo bird accessible to us? Uh, I mean, can we walk up to it and yeah, look at no, it? And... It's part of the mechanism, and it's kind of out over the precipice at this point. And you're just standing on like a little ledge by the door. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can look at it fairly well, but you couldn't touch it or anything at this point. Hi, Cuckoo Bird! What? Um, <laughs> I think we should. I'm going to try to open the door. The door is securely shut. Both of you roll your various perception uh, thingies. Ten. Smack got a three. Smack don't notice nothing. He has no idea that the cuckoo bird has to go through that door in order for it to open. 
<laughs> what a visual. Uh, I rolled a 10. Alright, uh, you notice that the uh, door and the hinges and such seem to be all connected to the uh, mechanism that controls the clock, which is no longer running. Oh, that's okay. I'm going to chop the door with the axe of Zim. The door appears to be made of metal and stone. Yes, but this is a magical axe. Very good. What would that be a roll for? Strength, I suppose. I'm going to use an oomph, because I think I can do better than that. And I did! Holy mother of God! Okay. I rolled a 12. My strength is 5. And there we go. Alright, you swing the axe. It hits the door. Doesn't do any damage to the door. However, as the axe bounces back, much to your uh, surprise, because you expected it to go through the door, apparently... It hits, not hard enough to hurt or anything, but it bounces off Shaylee's helmet. And uh, that faint blue glow starts again for a moment and fades away. Hmm. We never did solve that puzzle. No, I I think we were all suffering from nausea at the time. (laughs) I don't know, I'm so hungry now I could think about one of them sandwiches. No, I I couldn't. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> hmm. The way I see it, Blair, we have two obvious choices. One is to combine all these artifacts of Zim to try and get through that door in various ways. A door is, it seems to me, is a much safer enemy than Valamir at the moment. Or I could attempt gravity grip on the gear that fell replace it on the shaft that it fell from, and use the silver spear as a cutter pin to hold it in place. Wow. Restarting the mechanism and perhaps making it possible for this wooden cuckoo bird to go through the door. Okay. Yeah, I think that sounds like a good plan. There's a lot of ifs in there. Let's start with the artifacts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't relish clock repair at the present time, but... I don't think you'd get much done with relish anyway. It's more of a condiment. <laughs> Smack is going to touch the I don't know, you, you might be able to muster up something. <laughs> You're lagging behind on the puns there, uh, Game Master. Catch up. Yeah, yeah. I uh, may or may not. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean to poop-on this line of puns. <laughs> but Smack Chainmore holds the shield of Zim and touches it to Shaylee's helmet. And Perhaps Lucas... we should both move closer to the door. and Let's go ahead and see what happens. I, I, I touch the shield of Zim to Shaylee's helmet. Lucas touches the uh, sword to those as well. I pick up the axe and touch it to the other three. And there's another faint blue glow from all of them. You all feel uh, disoriented. And... Open the door, I shout. <laughs> and slightly uh, nauseated, and nothing uh, else much happens, and the blue glow fades oh, away sick. in time. What? Something's happening there, but I don't know what it is. 
Yeah. You all feel slightly lightheaded. I don't know what we're supposed to do. Bladestar, maybe you could make another attempt on the door with the axe if you held on to my left hand with your left hand, unless you'd prefer to swing the axe in your left hand, whichever. While we're holding the artifacts of Zim, let's maintain physical contact while you try to smack through the door. Okay. Can't hurt. Well, actually, it might, but we'll find out. All right. Uh, you all do that. I'll maintain physical contact. Roll a strength roll for the axe, please. That would be a nine. I'm big on nines today for some reason. You uh, swing the axe, and uh, being a bit more careful this time, it hits the door but does not seem to make any sort of dent or anything in it. Fascinating blue glow puzzle. And the glow happened, but nothing else? There was no glow this time. Oh. You just hit the door, and nothing much happened at all. All right. I don't remember whether we did this last time or not. Let's try this again, but this time let's all imagine being on the other side of that door. Yeah, we've done this before. <laughs> we tried well, to do this getting to the tavern, and it Then didn't... you know what? We're doing clockwork, because I'm out of ideas. I don't feel like standing around spending 12 hours trying to come up with a way to make these stupid items do what they should have provided an instruction manual for in the first place. I think that's just wise. Very well. I don't think Valamir is going to give us nearly as much time as this door is giving us. <laughs> can I make it to the shaft that the gear came off of from where I am? Yes, you can. Okay. I'm going to uh, wrap the electric chain of justice physically around myself and the shaft. Right. In case I lose my grip because I don't... <laughs> it, would, it would suck to fall that far. <laughs> and uh, use gravity grip to haul up the gear that came off when I removed the cotter pin. Alright, roll your gravity grip. Ooh, okay. An 18 total. Alright, you uh, have the gear. It comes flying up from the ground to you and slams into your hands. It's quite large and heavy there, so be careful. And position it. <laughs> over the edge of the shaft and hauling it into place. Um, I'm going to have to step to the other side of it. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> I've got to slip it into place where it meets up with the other gears that it was turning. This is going to uh, be a nimbus of nibbleness is what you're going to need for this. Yeah. Uh, 13. All right, you get the gear back onto the shaft. And then uh, taking the silver spear... And jamming it into the cotter pin hole. That... Yep, it fits quite nicely, and slowly the mechanism starts back up again. The pendulum far below starts swinging once again. You hear the ticking noise of the clock, almost deafening from this vantage point. Getting my butt clear out of the way of those gears and back onto yep. the platform. All right. All right. Now I have a question for you, boys. It's yeah. howdy doody time. It's howdy. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> how long do you suppose we're gonna have to wait for it to be time for the cuckoo clock to go off? Whatever time that's going to be, we'd yeah. better be ready to get through that door quickly, <laughs> or be skewered by a giant wooden bird traveling at speed through a small opening. 
Or perhaps we should just gather ourselves together in front of it and wait to be jettisoned out the front of this thing. <laughs> if it's a clock face overlooking a chasm, it's been nice knowing you. <laughs> Most clock mechanisms have a method of setting the time. Perhaps there's something similar nearby. Not that you can see. It all looks the same to you. Lots of gears and springs and things. Well, we've got nothing else to do, and it's not like Valamir knows we're here. <laughs> all right, we're we're going to. Uh, Did you bring any marshmallows? You guys all gather in front of the door and wait, and wait and wait, and then eventually, you hear a mechanism start to wind up, and the door flies it. open. <laughs> to the door! To the door! Quick! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Okay, let's go. so uh, roll. Um, <laughs> roll. Uh, what do I want you to roll? Agility, I suppose. No time to see what you're looking at beyond. Just go flying through the door as the mad wooden cuckoo follows behind. Uh, I rolled a 13 total. Right, Star? I spent an oomph and re-rolled and got 15 as well. As well as what? Oh, he got 13? I got 15. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I only rolled a th yeah. All right. Blade Star uh, makes it through the door first. Followed by Smack, followed by Lucas, followed by Shaylee, who isn't quite fast enough in her stony oh, no. form, and she gets jammed in the backside by the bird's beak and hurled <laughs> forward at great speed, past oh. you all and slamming into a wall on the other side. Yeah, on the other side, through that thing, Smack was not entirely off in the fact that you did come out several feet above the ground. However, it's not as far a fall as it might have been. You all fall about 15 feet down and hit the stone ground. You're a bit dazed and bruised and bloody, but not substantially hurt. You find yourselves all sprawled on the ground at the feet of... Timelin. <laughs> okay. Ah, hello. How are you, my cousins? It's old home week on Captive Souls. Time for cuckooness has passed. You hear from above. <laughs> I believe we have something that belongs to you. Oh, do you? I just don't know who the hell has it or where it is. <laughs> it was Shaylee, and it may be embedded in the wall that she just got jammed into. <laughs> I'm not feeling my best at the moment. Roll uh, hyper-awareness perception, both of you, please. Uh, not that I expect Smack to notice anything, but we'll give him an opportunity to. Well, Smack rolled a four. <laughs> Doing well on perception today. Rolled a 12 total. Smack notices nothing, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but before you don't <laughs> you notice that Timeline's pupils are quite dilated. Okay. I'm not sure what that would mean. I am pleased to see you all again. What's with your eyes there, Timeline? They look a little uh your pupils look dilated there. He starts rummaging around in his robes. I haven't a clue what you are talking about. 
He uh, pulls out a little um, leather pouch. She starts to open with the drawstring. What you got there? <laughs> he pours some dried leaves into his palm. Just something with which he seems to be struggling with something, emotionally speaking. You can fight his influence. You can fight it. You don't have to give in to Valamir's toxic suggestions. I must. No, you must not. I must obey the master. No, you really must not, because then we're going to be having to deal with the impact of that. And I don't really want to. So, Smack. no, you must not obey your master. I must see. Smack Chainware would like to attempt to uh, aid him in his resistance with the electric chain of justice to try and wrap it around his wrist and jerk loose whatever mind-altering substance he has in his hands. Uh, okay. <laughs> or do I have time? Uh, yeah, you do. It's not a mind-altering substance. Oh, okay. I saw <laughs> dilated pupils. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, I mean, he's, you, you've got it right <laughs> what's happening with Timeline. He's under Valamir's magical control, but the... Uh, yeah, Bladestar figured that out. Uh, yeah. I, I heard dilated pupils, and I thought drug use, so... <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the dried leaves really helped with that, too. That's not, <laughs> that was not where that was going. Unfortunately, I only rolled a ten total. You uh, try to get the uh, chain of justice there, and uh, his wrist, but he moves definitely out of the way. Who begins uh, rubbing the leaves between the palms of his hands and preparing to do a bit of magic, it appears. Okay, I rush forward and grab his wrists. No, I must obey! You Uh, must not, and stop saying that, or I'm going to send you to your room without supper! (laughs) (laughs) He blinks, uh, looks a bit startled, and I'm 3,000 times your age. Well, then you're acting like you're three, so stop it. I, I, I... I, I, I... Use your words. Must obey the master. He starts to struggle and breaks free of your grip. I'm going... Oh, wait a minute. Before... I'm going to try to... Okay, we're going to roll for this then, because I'm trying to unclench his hand so he'll drop the powdered stuff that he was... That right. he's trying to... Alright. Okay. Son of a... Well, it's not too bad. Uh, nine. Or can I use Fierce Fighter instead? No, strength is what you would... That's what I thought. Nine. Damn it. Alright, you uh, you try to prize hands apart, but don't quite manage it. Strength uh... is not my... I'm only as strong as a human can possibly be. I'm not... (laughs) I don't... Have any extra strength. And he breaks free of your grip and continues his preparations for his spell. Shay Lee, place the amulet of time around his neck. Uh, okay. She takes it off and puts it around his neck. He looks at it for a moment, blinks at it, and goes back to what he was doing. Are we in combat round or can I do something? We're not in combat yet, anyway. Okay, I'm going to throw the chest plate. This is going to be interesting. I'm assuming his hands are close together because he's, he's yes, rubbing these. Yeah, yes. yeah, so I'm going to try and get that thing. I'm throwing it as hard as I can and still get it to hit his hands. I'm kind of hoping that'll 
you know how when something hits just right, it's like, oh, good God, that hurts. <laughs> like when the you, edge of a metal you know, plate would definitely be that. So. Yes. That's what All right, that would be agility then. Oh, God, I suck at agility. Okay. Is the only way you can use oomph uh, to, to help your dice to re-roll? Yeah, uh, there... Yes. All right, here goes nothing. Do I want to keep that or do I want to use an oomph? I've got four left. Damn it. And you can't, you were not going to give me any ballpark of what I'm aiming for, are you? I'm not. Yeah, let me use an oomph. Yeah, that's better. Thirteen. Alright, you throw the uh, little metal plate. It hits his wrists and he cries out in pain and moves his hands apart, causing the dried leaves to uh, kind of crumble and fall to the floor in all directions. Damn you! Now I must do something else! He starts rummaging through his robes again. Okay, I'm gonna tackle the bastard. <laughs> Agility. Oh, now you roll the ten, you son of a... Fourteen. Alright, you tackle him and he hits the ground with a heavy thud, but he's still trying to get at things inside his robes. I must obey my master! I must! I smack him on top of the head with the flat of my sword, trying to knock his ass out. All right, roll a strength roll, then. Okay, and I was wrong. I have five strength, not four. But it wouldn't have helped punching it. Oh, God. Uh, another oomph will be spent. I've got two left after this. Jeez, this may be the first time I spend all of them. Eleven. You smack him at the flat of your sword on the top of his head. He blinks up at you with a comical look of surprise, and then his eyes roll up in the back of his head, and he appears to be unconscious. Cool. Okay. Smack him. Am I monopolizing things here? I don't mean to be. If you want to do something, feel free to speak up. <laughs> I think you pretty effectively dealt with the situation. <laughs> okay, well then I'm going to... Uh, I'm. My next step was going to be to remove Shaylee's helmet and place it on his head. Oh, okay. I'm going to take his stuff away from him. However, that won't be necessary now. <laughs> Yes, whatever he's got in his robes, let's divest him of any magical items. I figure if we get him back to his senses, then we can just give him the stuff back. At some so, point, sure. Yeah. I rummage through his... I feel so dirty doing this for some reason. I rummage <laughs> through his robes and take out the bags of stuff. You also and... find a silver dagger uh, as well. As well as many little, uh, you know, little pouches and bags of little herbs and such that uh, might be used by sorcerers. I wonder if any of these might have... Uh, well, I don't know anything about magic. Uh... Uh, who are you kidding, Bladestar? I am the magical one in this group. Okay, fine. I say, look at this stuff and tell me if there's anything you think could be used to remove whatever spell Valamir might have over him. This looks like a bunch of stuff that was taken out of a hippie's knapsack. <laughs> <laughs> And the silver dagger is also a bong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's much here that's of, of any use uh, with the, over the powerful magical enchantment that Valamir's put on this poor lad. All right. Well, then uh, <clears throat> I just take the stuff away from him, and I will pocket it myself for the time being. Lucas, would you be willing to relinquish the silver sword for a short while at least? I suppose. What do you plan to do with it, lad? 
Well, if we place Shaylee's helmet on Timelin, perhaps the uh, influence that Valamir has over him will be dissipated. If I give the silver sword to Shaylee, she'll be able to move around. Because it had the same effect on stone as the helmet did. Uh, it allowed right. me motion when I was turned to stone. Sorry, sorry. Okay, I hand Shaylee the silver sword. Alright. And remove her helmet. Alright. And place it on Timelin. Alright, nothing happens. Okay, well, he's unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Shall we attempt to bring him around? Did someone bring a glass of water? Or some smelling salts? <laughs> I don't know why we're bothering him. He was a bastard who got us into this mess in the first place. Yeah, that's true. Let's just leave him. At least we didn't have to kill our own blood. Well, your own blood. Providing he was telling the truth about being our cousin Michael. Very well, then. Uh, we don't he believe was. he can do us any further harm. Perhaps we should just leave him here. Yes. Remove the helmet, give it back to Shaylee, and right. return the silver sword to Lucas. Thank and you. Go on our merry way and try and figure out how the hell to get. It. Oh, we can go through the door now. It's open. Or no, he oh. came out through the door. Yeah, you, also, no, going to take the uh, time went, amulet away we from through it. the door. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, take that thing away. So take that time amulet off from, from around his neck. Give it back to Shaylee. Uh, yeah. I wish I could get rid of this goddamn thing. <laughs> so do we. Well, but I don't dare leave it lying it around. We could just toss it into the cogs of the clock and let it make short work of it. Oh, yeah, I don't think exactly how fitting is that putting a time amulet into a clock? I don't think is a good idea. They could have I, dire consequences. I, I don't know. I think it's poetic irony, but okay. But I think you're an idiot. So, well, we've known that for months now. It could cause the planet to begin spinning backwards. Yeah, some... but that saved Lois Lane, so it can't be all bad. So uh, you were uh, standing uh, beneath the clock, and uh, there's a corridor that leads further up, spiraling around into the castle, so I'm assuming you proceed. We do indeed proceed. Onward and upward. To fulfill our basic need. All right. Agreed? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> With great speed, you make your way. You pay sampling no time. heed to the man you leave behind. But sampling his weed. <laughs> <laughs> I follow Smack's lead. <clears throat> I can't think of any more, so we're going to move on. Should have something to read. <laughs> or so we could drink a little mead. That's right. And our confrontation with Valamir is guaranteed. <clears throat> <laughs> and during which you will likely bleed. You mean like the listener's ears at this point? Yes, that's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no mercy. There's just no mercy. This whole series, no mercy. It's too bad we didn't bring with us a noble steed. Mm -hmm. yeah, but it would be one more mouth to feed. <laughs> Oh, speaking of mouths, where's Fisher Price? He's with you. He's okay. just been uh, following along and ignored mostly, but he's there. He's traveling. Okay. He hasn't, <laughs> hasn't had much to do or say of late, but he's there. Okay. 
You uh, work your way up the spiral and come to a place where the corridor seems to end in a one of the captive souls' many and famous archways leading into the next segment of the episode. It's, However, it's a stock footage thing. Yes, that's it's... right. That's right. It's our stock footage. Um, <laughs> However, blocking your way, which is often the case, oh, you, God, find here we go. you find yourselves face to face with a mummified version of Fantra. The circle is now complete. You. When we left you, we were but learners. <laughs> now we are the masters. No copyright infringement is intended. You, she says. And she yes. raises her arms to attack, magically speaking. So, roll for initiative. Ten total. Uh, what did I say? I have two left now? Yeah, I think I did. Eight. <laughs> I'm progressively getting slower and slower. <laughs> what did you roll? Both of you? Eight. And I got a ten. Okay. Smack, you were first. She has killed with pre-intention. She deserves to die. I killed Jill by accident. I didn't know he was going to die. But she meant and planned to kill the king of the merpeople. She will pay. Chain of electric chain of justice wrapped around her head and um, squeeze it until it goes pop. Wow. A non-violent Knights of Shinseen. Uh, not in her case, no. That's I right. resolved no, that I, I was going to kill her a long time ago. Unfortunately, I only rolled a 13. All right, you swing your electric chain of justice, and it almost catches her, but at the last moment she ducks aside and spins around quite agilely for a mummy and turns toward Bladestar. She attacks Bladestar with her I'm magic. Dodging. All right, roll a dodge. Agility. Fifteen. She uh, sends a blast of magic heading in Blade Star's direction. He tries to dodge, but he's not fast enough. She slams him into the wall with a magic, and uh, of course leads him in, in impression, which is the you know, trademark of the show. Yeah, and, stock footage again. Yeah, stock footage. <laughs> that's right. We got an awful lot of stock footage, <laughs> and uh, he takes a set back a token. However, he's up next, so. Uh, he uh, dazedly gets back to his feet and goes on the attack. I'm going to use my grappling hook thing. I'm going to whip it around my head a few times and and see if I can hit... What's her name? Well, let's see. Do I want to hit her with the hook or wrap the thing around her hands? Her arms. Probably better to try and hit her with the hook because if I wrap it around her arms, it may not stay... All she has to do is wriggle out and be back on. Well, this is an 80s cartoon. What am I thinking? <laughs> I'm going to try to wrap the rope from the grappling hook thing around her arms and pin them to her side. All right. Uh, so roll the agility. Would that be agility or would it be the arm? Because it is the grappling hook. No, because the arm thing is just the transformation of. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, hot damn. Okay, I got a 20. Wow. Yeah. Good roll. Thank you. You uh, swing the grappling hook around. It wraps around uh, 
Fantra, but she weighs uh, much less than you were expecting, so it picks her up off of her feet and swings her around over your head. Nice. Slams her into the ground at Shaylee's feet. Shaylee steps forward onto Fantra's chest. You have made my life a living hell, she says, and with her other foot slams it down and crushes the mummy's head. Yeah! Well, Shaylee, we finally got you to your mistress. Justice. With a whole wheat crunch. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was an image. Or or a concept. (laughs) I'm very glad that it was Shaylee that... uh, Yes. Yes. Very good. She steps off of the mummified, dead, non-moving, crushed head body of Fantra and brushes herself off. I retract the uh, the hook. It drags the body with it. (laughs) Gross. It slams into you in a, a grotesque sort of bear hug. It's, oh. it's lifeless arms wrap around your neck. That wasn't supposed to happen. Get away, get away, get away, get away! <laughs> Presumably you disentangle the hook from the body yes. and it falls back down to the ground. With a satisfying little crunch. Yes. You were nose to neck hole when you did that, by the way. <laughs> Smack would like to examine the cadaverous pile of ash and bone and crap and goo and disgust. Has she got a belt buckle too? <laughs> no, she does not. Okay. Just some uh, old dirty fabric that she was wrapped up in, uh, and that's about all. Ew. Okay. Well done, Shaylee. Yes. Well done. You have earned your knightly status many, many times people. over. Thank you. Now, him, on the other hand, I say looking at Lucas, he scowls back at you. Pick on some on your own size. Okay. Now, you, on the other hand, <laughs> you look ridiculous holding your nose like that. Yeah, well. You know, what we really need to make Lucas's life complete is a visit from Squeaky McGlass Ankle. I don't know. I think Smack Chain Moore has done enough damage to himself and the party to make <laughs> Squeaky McGlass Ankle 12 times over. I have a disturbing feeling that Valamir is not far from here. I have a disturbing feeling you are right. Let's go be disturbed uh, further on. That's right. <laughs> Let's go kick his ass! Through the archway we go. Through the archway. In the past, this has been where there would have been a to-be-continued. However, there is no more captive souls. You enter through the archway into a large throne room of sorts and find yourselves face to face with Valamir. He is still dressed in his black robes that you have uh, seen him in before. 
However, he is equipped with the artifacts of Zim as well. What the hell? Oh, because our counterparts had some of them. And that's why Timeline was here and under his control. You will all die. Now say it with your mean face number four. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you know you should use your inside voice, Valamir? (laughs) I do not care if you have come this far. You will go no further. I'm curious. But we might go farther. You have the shield of Zim, yes. Do you have the helmet of Zim? He has the helmet of Zim, yes? Yes, he has all of them, yes. Yes. Then, um, is he holding all of them? He is wearing the helmet, he has uh, got the shield on his arm, and then he's got the sword in one hand and the axe in the other. So the shield can be held on the arm without actually gripping it? Yes. Okay, that solves a puzzle for me. Yeah, (laughs) that would have been nice to know weeks ago. Well, it's never well, really it's, been an it, issue, per se. Yeah, no, it hasn't. I've just often been curious as to how anyone could hold an axe, a shield, and a sword at the uh, same time. Yes. Now, the, yeah, you know, the shield has got like a... You know, like Loops a, that you can slip over your arm. Right, and, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Okay. okay, that didn't occur to me. Okay, sorry, resuming uh, where you... Uh, thank you. <laughs> Where's my mute button? Here it is. <laughs> Very well. So... He prepares to attack. All right, rolling initiative. Rolling initiative. Twelve. Smack rolls uh, fifteen total. Okay, fifteen, twelve. All right. As you prepare to um, attack, all of you notice that your artifacts are zim are glowing with that faint blue glow. Smack, you are first in the initiative. Still have no idea how the hell is. <laughs> does anything. Maybe one person needs to wear them all. Yes, but how to decide which of us... You don't have time for that anyway. I will just point that out. To juggle around all of the artifacts and everything, we wouldn't have time to do that. No, I guess not. What all else is in this room with us? Uh, Not a whole lot. There's like a little stone dais of sorts upon which uh, is a throne. uh, Because this is a throne room of sorts. There's a uh, big uh, black tapestry on uh, one wall that just has some sort of uh, arcane symbols embroidered upon it uh, hanging on the wall and the archway leading out. I'm going to tear down the tapestry. Alright, you tear it down. And I guess that will be your action. Yeah, I don't think I... Yeah, that'll pretty much be it. Alright. Bladesar, you're up. It's your final showdown! I'm going to extend some of the rope from my grappling thing and try and whip either the axe or the sword out of his hand, and I guess I should pick one or the other. I'm going to say the axe, because it's got a wider blade and it's probably easier to get entangled in the rope. And I rolled 11 with my agility. You swing the um, grappling hook and the rope in uh, Valamir's direction. He steps nimbly aside, well, more like glides nimbly aside, and swings the axe, cutting through the rope and sending the grappling hook clattering to the floor. All right, that's the second time this has happened. <laughs> All right. Valamir goes for smack. Going to try dodging out of the way while 
covering him with the tapestry, bullfighter style. Fourteen total. All right, uh, you uh, do manage to throw the tapestry um, over him and get out of the way. However, it takes only a second for the sword of Zim, which he is carrying, to uh, slice and dice the tapestry into ribbons, and he is free once again. Shaylee, not having any weapons at her disposal, bows her head and rams him with the helmet of Zim, but he also manages to sidestep her, and she just hits the wall and bounces off, flying backward into Bladestar. As she does, the back of her helmet collides with the axe that Bladestar is carrying, and the glow momentarily as the two things connect intensifies with, between those two objects. What in the hell? <clears throat> Lucas runs forward and uh, tries to slice through Valamir's middle with the sword, but Valamir parries him deftly and sends... Lucas toppling over backwards, holding desperately onto his sword, not to lose his grip on it. And we're back around to uh, Smack. Did Valamir parry with the sword? Or the yes, axe? the uh, sword, yes. The sword. Okay, so the artifacts from two different time periods, when coming in contact with each other, do not decimate each other. Good to know. And Smack, you're back up for the next round. Yeah. People... We need to combine the artifacts. We've been told this. And if we're going to defeat Valamir, we'd better fight his way. I'm going to toss the shield of Zim to uh, Bladestar. Okay, do I have to roll to catch it? No, we're just going to say you got it. Okay. Shaylee is just sort of lolling at your feet. Lucas is still getting up and looking dazed. Lucas, toss me the sword! Oh, I toss you the sword! I didn't cut anything to defend myself with! He's insubstantial. You're not going to be able to do anything with the sword anyway. Toss it to me, damn it. He's insubstantial, but the sword in the ox, he's wheeling around like a man, man art. Lucas, he runs toss o- the sword he- to the weapon that Valamir made he to runs, destroy himself. He runs over to Bladestar instead and is reluctant to hand it over, but he's at least standing over next to him. I rip it from his grasp. Hey, that's mine. Either you can have it back when we're done or we're all going to be dead and it won't matter. Okay, I've got the shield, the axe... The sword. Oh. Um, yeah, crap. This will be fun. Somebody distract him while I get the <laughs> helmet off, Shaylee. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to go into a stone coma again, aren't I? Yeah, for a minute. If we're alive to do so, we'll get you back around in a second. I don't have time for this. This is supposed to be like a five-second rip. Okay, I have well exceeded my action for the turn. Alright, Shaylee uh, can't hand it to you, so uh, I guess that's it. Alright, Velomir is next, and he is going for Blade Star. Now. Of course he is. Swinging at him with both the sword and the axe, Blade Star! I drop prone. Alright. I guess you don't need to roll. Well, yeah, you're going to have to roll for that, see how fast you do it. So, uh, agility, I guess. 13, baby. You, uh, yeah, you drop below the swing of his uh, sword and axe as you do. The flat of the sword and the flat of the axe blade 
both come in contact briefly with the helmet of Zim that Shaylee is wearing, because she's lying on the floor still, and the blue glow becomes quite intense as that happens among all of those objects. And the glow spreads between Shaylee and yourself uh, over your bodies as well. What the hell? I'm confused. The axe and sword blade both came in contact with the top of Shaylee's helmet as you fell to the ground, because she was lying on the ground as well. Okay. So they just came in brief contact. As they did, the blue glow intensified once again, and this time not only was between those three objects, but over much of both of your bodies as well. Okay, but we've tried being... In physical contact. So what the hell? Well, I'm just dense, Josh. And I'm, I'm not putting this together. Okay. Anyway, whose turn is it now? I think yeah. we're back around to me. I'm not sure. Yeah, because uh, Lucas doesn't have a sword. She leaves down on the ground, so we're back around to smack. Okay. Um, electric chain of justice to try and wrap it around Valamir and haul him in my direction, just to get him away from Blade Star long enough for him to be able to grab that helmet if he can. Twelve total. You swing the electric chain of justice, and it does wrap around uh, Valamir. You pull him toward you, but twisting around, he slices through the chain, cutting it in half with the sword of Zim. Oh, your vampiric naughtiness has destroyed my key weapon. (laughs) (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Except now you got two chains. Which is kind of cool. One of which hits the ground with a thickening thud. A sickening thud. A thickening thud. <laughs> a thickening thud would be... I'm going to leave that in. I'm not editing that out. Would be strange. <laughs> I may not even include the correction. I may just have it hit with a thickening thud just to annoy you. If we are making oatmeal... It's... <laughs> Bladestar, you're up. I'm taking the helmet off of Shaylee and putting it on my head. Shaylee goes still and... Yeah, well, we knew that was going to happen. Sorry, Shaylee. You now are in possession of all the artifacts, and uh, nothing is glowing, and nothing is happening, and uh, there's nothing at all. And you oh, feel for God's sake! Totally I normal. On, I put on the helmet! Yes, I got oh. that. All right, uh, Shaylee is stoned, Lucas has no sword, we're back around the smack! Okay, I'm, I don't know, I'm done. I don't know what, what the hell we're supposed to do with these things. <laughs> Uh, you guys I'm are so leaping. close. You're so close. I'm leaping. I am leaping to just back behind Blade Star and placing a hand on his shoulder while resting a foot on Shaylee. <laughs> All right. Lucas climbs up Blade Star, grabs the <laughs> helmet, jumps down, sticks it back on Shaylee's head. I think she's supposed to have this. Give me the sword. Give him the shield. Let's do this right. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I. What the hell? I toss him the sword, and Thank I toss him. him the shield, and I have the axe. All right. Uh, that's all I'm going to do to help out you guys here. You're really close to getting this, putting this all together. Well, we're not, because he's wearing them all, and he... I don't understand. I'm, fr- I'm not yelling at you. I'm just frustrated. I don't know what to do. Okay. I don't uh, want to just give it to out. you, either, so... Well, no, we're but... We'll find out soon. We'll yeah. find out soon, I think. One way or the other. Either he's going to kill us all, and this will be a really sucky end of the series. <laughs> Okay, new round. Yeah, we're going to say new round because you did stuff, Smack did stuff. So, Smack, you're up again. I think it's just going to be a challenge. 
Well, Valamir, if you attack one of us, you attack all of us. We're grouped together here, a quartet, to defeat your ghostly ghoulishness. All right, so I assume your actions are going to be waiting for him to uh, make the first move, as it were. Yes, shield out front, ready to block anything, and axe and sword waiting to strike. Shaylee's back on her feet again, by the way. Mm-hmm. Valamir comes toward you, swinging the sword and the, the axe. He goes mainly for uh, Blade Star. What is he swinging He's swinging the sword at you. I'm going to try and parry the sword with the axe. All right. And what am I rolling? Fierce Fighter? Uh, yeah. Okay, that would be 16 total. All right. Uh, Which is total? That was stupid. Can't roll any higher than a 12. <laughs> Good point. Uh, All right. Uh, he swings the sword. You parry with the axe. The axe, however, in your grip, bounces back. Um, roll a hyper-awareness roll for me. I am using another oomph. I will have one left. Jesus Christ. I'm going to use my other oomph. <laughs> there we go. Thirteen. All right. You, no left. despite the heat of battle and uh, the excitement and the action that is going on, you notice that when his sword hits your axe, there is no blue glow. However, your axe bounces back toward Smack and hits, uh, not hard, but hits the shield, and there is a blue glow much more intense than any that you have seen from these previously. But we've touched them all in contact with each other before. I don't... Okay, smack. Yes, Star. Take the axe. I'll take the sword. I think the axe wants to be in your hand. Agreed. Grab onto the axe. Now I have the shield and the axe. And I take <laughs> the sword from him. Okay. From Lucas. Oh, crap. Yes, from Lucas. Sorry, forgot he had the sword. Uh, yeah, you take my sword away again. What's up with this? I'm <laughs> <Not> bastard. <laughs> Can't you just play with your own toys? <laughs> it's my accessory. It comes in my package. Leave your package out of this. I guess Smack is up. All right. Well, let's do it up with Action Shield against Valamir. I think I'd like to try Mickle Might on that one. Oh, yes. A 12 on the die. Nice. Plus, plus six. That'd be 24. Because you double the yeah. six and then add the 12 that you rolled. And then plus I can do extra bonus goodness. Because we were doing it oh, wrong you don't, initially. You don't, oh, we, you don't double the 12. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah we, we were doing was, it wrong initially. Then we fixed it and it's been confusing. Yes. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we had been doing it right initially and then we forgot and started doing it wrong. And then when I was editing, I realized what we were doing wrong because we did it right in the, in the first couple episodes. And so we went back to doing it right. <laughs> I hit him with the axe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you uh, swing the axe uh, at... Valamir, and it connects with the other axe. It actually knocks the other axe out of his hand. Nice! And as that happens, the axe uh, that you are holding, uh, Smack, 
that Blade Star is just giving you. Once again, because you're all kind of grouped together, hits Shaylee's helmet, and there's a blue glow! I hand the, uh, quickly hand the axe over to Shaylee. <laughs> she hands it back to Blade Star. What the hell? Okay, the glow thing is not helping us figure out what we're supposed to do. We already had them all touching. That didn't do anything. We had them all individually in our hands. That didn't do anything. Nothing we've done has done anything. All right, all right. I'm going to, as Game Master, as the omnipotent god of this universe, I'm going to implant a mild suggestion into all of your brains. The last time uh, you tried many of these things that you have named off, the situation was different than it is now in some way. Figure yeah, we, weren't in, we weren't in combat. Okay, well, what the hell? We weren't in combat. We're in combat now. We weren't in the presence of duplicate artifacts of Zim from the past. Although I still don't know how in the hell we're supposed to let, have them send us. Anyway... Well, let's. Uh, we got nothing else to do, and frankly, we're running out of time. So, whose turn is it? Uh, yours. Okay. I touch my axe to <laughs> the shield. Wait, who has what right now? Everybody's got what they're supposed to. Lucas okay, has good. got the sword back. You've got the axe. Shaylee's got the helmet. Smack's got the shield. See, if we're all touching the artifacts we can't do anything but what the hell okay i touch the axe to the shield lucas touches the sword to the axe and the shield shaylee just stands there looking blankly at you <laughs> what happened Quickly. to the helmet let's wiggle over to let's wiggle <laughs> over to shaylee and bring all this stuff up to her head okay <laughs> <laughs> never mind the fact that Valmir's just sort of standing there we're, we're, we're scraps of tapestry for his axe. <laughs> we're, we're assuming that this is all happening very quickly. Yes. Mm. Yes. All right. Do you? Uh, it's touch... the slow mo final finale climactic slow mo shot. The music is swelling. Dun, 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 dun. Come on, guys! No, they don't do that in slow mo. As the four <laughs> objects in your individual possessions all come in contact. There is a blue glow, which grows and grows in intensity, begins crawling over all of your bodies. It combines with the adrenaline that is pumping through your systems from this battle. Oh my. Okay. Wow. As it does, you feel a very strange sensation come over you. You are all feeling very disorientated. Disorientated. Disoriented. <laughs> You're feeling lightheaded and slightly nauseous. You're feeling very, very strange. As you know, your I shouldn't have eaten that sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> your bodies seem to be swelling and contorting and reforming and mutating until you become... I'll form the head! <laughs> <laughs> you become one... Huge entity, one huge warrior standing 20 feet tall. Your flesh is stone like Shaylee's. You're wearing giant-sized boots of ground cracking. You have an enormous 
chain of justice, a cybernetic arm and laser eye. You have a beard like Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> and you are equipped with the various uh, artifacts of Zim now uh, enlarged to proportionate size to your massive bulk. You will each still have control of your individual skills, but will be attacking as one enormously powerful warrior, doubling all of your attributes. Oh, wow. Come and get some, Valamir! And any of you are capable of talking like an idiot, as Bladestar has just (laughs) illustrated for us. A strange combination of... Mr. T and Fuzzy Bear. <laughs> I pity the fool who goes up again. We expected <laughs> to find an evil as twisted as yours at the top of this corkscrew. Now it's time for you to get pulled. All right. Valamir, looking surprised and uh, startled by your enormous uh, size does not attack immediately, giving you the opportunity to attack first. So between the two of you, decide what... uh, Well, really, between the four of us. (laughs) Decide what to do. You can think at one another inside your own head. Wow, this is really freaky. (laughs) It is strange, my friend. I will follow your lead. I believe you should orchestrate his destruction because he made you what you are today. Cue the sappy music. (laughs) I did notice that music earlier, by the way. That was kind of cool. I thought it was interfering with stuff that was going on, so I took it out. Uh, (laughs) Where's the throne? Okay, you are facing Valamir, who is standing in front of the wall where the tapestry used to be. The throne is to your left on the dais and And very close only a few feet away and the dais and the throne are made of stone that is correct then i think it is time to use the uber boots of ground cracking and see if we can get the throne to topple over either crushing or at the very least inconveniencing and annoying uh valamir the Uber boots of ground cracking right. from Mattel by <laughs> yours today. That's right. <laughs> All right, yeah. so uh, that would be Smack then, rolling yeah. his Uber boots. <laughs> okay. And doubling the Double attribute that attribute. you add to it. Yeah, so uh, 9 and 14 is 23. <laughs> You slam your uber boots. I just like saying that. (laughs) Hidden to the ground, causing the uh, dais to uh, completely crumble into uh, bits and shower Valdemir with debris and gravel and uh, so on and so forth. That wasn't quite what I was going for, but uh, that works. He takes a setback token. That works as well. He... uh, comes at you uh, with the sword of Zim, swinging it at your general neighborhood of your knees, because you're 20 feet tall now. (laughs) 
Okay, we could have just stomped on him. I forgot about that. We didn't need to use the boots of ground cracking. Uber boots of head stomping. <laughs> That's the accessory I want. The Uber boots of head stomping. <laughs> Are you guys going to do anything about the fact that he is uh, attacking? Yeah, I just didn't want to take Shall we bring our attack? shield in the way? <laughs> Go for it. How do we bring our shield of Zim in the way? Of his uh, puny little sword. Yeah. Hold it down to our knees, I suppose. I guess the question is, who rolls for that? I think that would be whoever's got the highest... Uh, well, it'd be you, because you've got the Nimbus of Nimbleness. Ah, uh, okay. 18 total. All right, uh, 18 total. You uh, do get down uh, quickly enough. He swings the sword, and it snaps in half as it makes contact with it and falls to the ground. He shrieks in fury. Begins to conjure up some of his magic with which to blast you. However, you get to the next turn, so go for it. Your miserable minutes are coming to an end, Valamir. Not if I can help it. Yes, but you can't. <laughs> Let's see, what shall we do to this guy now? <laughs> <laughs> Chop his hands off with the axe. He has no hands, you know, no physical hands. Oh, that's true. Crap. We're going to use our super gravity grip to slam him into the wall. All right. Are any objections from... See, Smack's got all the cool powers. <laughs> if it'll work, I, I'm more than willing to give it a try. Okay. 19 total. All right, you uh, use your gravity grip, but the gravity grip only latches on to the... Helmet and the shield, because Velomir isn't substantial enough. They go Please. flying uh, toward you, and uh, as uh, Blade Star indicated, slam into the wall, breaking into a thousand tiny pieces. Oh Not look! <laughs> you have no helmet or shield. Velomir starts looking through the rubble, trying to find the axe that was knocked out of his hand previously. I take the opportunity to come out with a 20-foot-tall neener, neener, neener. <laughs> I shall... Def- no, forget it. I'll use my magic. And he turns toward you. <laughs> <laughs> he turns toward you. And uh, hurls a bolt of magical, flaming, fiery, ball-type power at you. We extend our... Cyber sword. That's what I should have called it the whole damn time. That's cool. The cyber sword. And block. It comes with the uber boots of ground tracking. (laughs) And the super gravity grip. Double A batteries not included. That's right. (laughs) Alright, so you're extending the cyber sword and doing what now? And hoping that this will work because of the magnified status of this deflecting the magic that he hurls at us. All right, so roll your sword and the double the sword uh, attribute. 12 plus... <sighs> now is not the time! <laughs> is it a one? It was, yes, it was a one. Nice. Nice, nice. All right, uh, you uh, attempt to uh, deflect it, but you miss, and the uh, ball hits the lot of you in your collective chest, 
forcing you backward into the wall, making a giant size <laughs> of a knight of Shenzhen. Our greatest work of art yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> Take a setback token. Oh, which reminds me, uh, Valdemir now has two setback tokens. And you have one. All right, you're up. Okay, you take it. Anna might took the last one. The last thing that stopped him that I remember was freezing him solid. If he's not quite vampire, not quite ghost, and too insubstantial for the gravity grip to have an effect on him, then swinging an axe right through him may have no effect either. Perhaps we need to employ the method that Chill used. Retrieving the metal plate belt buckle of Chill. You left that with... out by time. Yeah, we don't have that anymore, unfortunately. Poopy. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, then, let, shall we just pick this little pipsqueak up and shake him? I think that's a good idea. Many times have I told you not to play with the dirty magic. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mickle might, I guess, uh, grab hold of him, uh, just pick this guy up. Or as much of him as we can, given that. Mm. Okay. So what are you doing exactly? Exactly? I'd just like to bend over and just grab this guy and pick him up. All right. And Mickle might... 21. <laughs> All right, you grab Valamir, uh, basically his robes, essentially, in your fist, and as you lift him up, you feel through the robes, not him, because he's in insubstantial, but something small and hard in the torso region of the robes, inside the robes. I'd tell Bladestar, but we all felt it. Yes, you did. <laughs> Let's see if we can isolate it. Yes, let us isolate it by reaching in and ripping it the hell out of them. That's right. right. <laughs> it appears to be a crystal amulet. Hmm. Let go of me, he shrieks in a freaky voice that is hurting my throat. We shall oh. take that under advisement. Are you, uh, is this, are you, is this you, this amulet? Is this where you have resided all this time? Hmm. He struggles in your mickle might grip. I think it's time to employ a rather chivalrous method of dealing with this poor soul. This captive soul, if you will. I think we should put the uh, amulet on the ground and stomp the hell out of it. <laughs> Alright, you put the amulet on the ground. Uh, you roll for your uber boots. I like the uber boots. I wish we'd... <laughs> Had the Uber boots all the time. <laughs> Natural twelve on the die. Oh, which I think is very fitting. Yes. And so we quadruple. The boots of ground stomping are a seven. Double that is fourteen. And we and double, double it again. Just rolled a twelve, so that's twenty-eight right there. So forty total. I hope we did the right thing. <laughs> With a massive slamming down of your uber boots of ground cracking, you pulverize the crystal amulet to dust. You bring the castle down around your ears. It crumbles into rubble, falling in and 
plugging in the uh, moat uh, so that uh, the lava is no longer around it because it's all been filled in with the bits and pieces of the castle. You are standing in the fresh air and the sunlight. The robes of Valamir crumble into uh, nothingness onto the ground. They are empty and a threat no longer. A great evil has been removed from Zim. I don't want to break the mood. <laughs> I feel a sense of loss and a sense of pride all at once. Because <laughs> this is my child's graduation from college. Yeah. Bladestar, you acted with bravery that I have not seen in any other living being. Shaylee, you as well. Thank you. <laughs> and if we have a season two, we'll make sure we find a way to return you to your fleshly state. Hey, what about me? That's how I get a bit of praise. You were pretty cool too, Lucas. Bastard. Did... <laughs> Did we amuse you? Yeah, did. He always amused me. Well, then everyone got what they wanted. <laughs> All right, let's do a moral, the last moral of the story. Hmm. Kids, normally at this time, we have a moral that we like to share to help you live a better life. But because this is the final installment of this series, we would like to take this opportunity to thank you. Thank you for watching our show. Thank you for pestering the hell out of your parents to buy our overpriced, cheaply made, crappy <laughs> toys. Made by slave labor in China. That's right. Made by slave labor in China. Thank you for eating the cardboard yet sugary sweet cereal which we have been which has been pressed into our our likenesses like into our in little little shansen shapes little boots of ground <laughs> boots of oat chomping if you will <laughs> and of course Shaylee's lucky arms <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're always after her lucky arm. The marshmallow chain of justice. And the cereal sword. And we the bought... cinnamon lion of the <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, that's a loose end we never had. Oh, well. What was that? That's a loose end we never had tied up. What no, was the no. deal with, with Fisher? Oh, well, doesn't matter. <laughs> you have done all these things. You've supported us. And if we are able, we would like to come back and entertain you again. But if we can't, we would at least like to say thank you. And you remember, are truly knights of Shenzhen in your own right. All of you, indeed so. But if you do what we do, you'll end up in the emergency room. <laughs> so right. don't. And please, whatever you do, try not to leave child-shaped impressions 
in the walls of your school. Yeah, right. your and, and you might end up in the mo- an emergency room if you do what these two jokers do. But you'll also end up with some great exhibitions at your local Museum of Modern Art. <laughs> and a braidable beard. That's right. <laughs> and that, kids... Is the end. Is the end. <clears throat> of the story. <laughs> Actually, I had a very minor thing with uh, Fisher Press that I was going to do in this one, and I cut it out because we were running along. But uh, I'll hang on to it if we ever play again. I will. Uh, I'll I'll work it in. Okay. Cool. So, what'd you guys think? <laughs> Feedback. It was awesome. That was precisely the kind of series finale that we needed to have. Yes. And it worked out great. And I would like to apologize to you, Josh, for being so damn dense as to not be able to figure out what. Where you were trying so desperately to lead us with the, uh... You know what's it... funny is I actually thought I had made it far too easy. Because I've been leading up to this for a few sessions now. Giving you a little hints toward this and then, uh... Yeah, but we had tried putting everything together and... And there was no... I mean, all it did was glow and I thought the whole point was that we were supposed to... That it was going to let us... Go places. I didn't even think about the fact that it could transform us into some uber, that's my new word for the day, warrior of some sort. I mean, that didn't even enter my mind. Uh, yeah, well, I tried to uh, get that uh, along with, with the QX938 thing. Was He was telling you that that wasn't the only thing they were capable of doing. Uh, it killed Valamir, and that's what counts. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> destroyed forever did you, did you guys like the idea of becoming this one super warrior creature yeah again? that was very in keeping Excellent. with the 80s uh in fact cartoon spectrum here plug plug spectrumgames.com spectrum-games.com has a supplement for cartoon action hour dealing with giant robots and other things such as what we just experienced and uh, even though we have Rules wise, we have basically gone a far cry from the the way that the well, we used the basic people. system. We did, yes. We didn't go beyond the basic we, system. We, we kind of, well, we kind of actually used a little less than the basic system because <laughs> we were supposed to be rolling. Um, I guess when you roll stuff to oppose us, you're supposed to roll a die and compare it to what we rolled and all that kind of stuff. But still, I'm that's not. What I, that's what I was doing there. Was it? Okay, it was. I'm sorry then. I did not. I didn't realize. I thought you were just generating uh, difficulty. Which is, you know, I like. I was about to say, I'm not complaining uh, at all. It no. worked out very well, and we had a great, uh, a great story. So I'm just, I'm just was never mind because it's moot. <laughs> but it's like a cow's opinion. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Um, but yes, so we did use the basic system, and uh, I'm, I'm glad, by the way, because. Uh, but yes, yeah, so if you want more information on how to handle giant robots and other uh, combined forces such as these in your own Cartoon Action Hour game, then go to spectrum-games.com or .net. I forget which we... I think we did decide it was .com. And... Uh, if, if one's wrong, go to the other. Try the other, Exactly. <laughs> And you can get that. And also they have Halloween and Valentine's Day specials that you can get. And they're very <laughs> cheaply, they're uh, very affordable. Oh, specials, not, not games. 
Well, be... they, they kind of show you how ideas on how you can incorporate. You could make the the uh, Captive Souls Halloween special or the. Well, we did. Cap- we did the St. Patrick's Day one. Yes, we did. But they, they give you just, I think, just more ideas on. on uh, and they have sample series that you could do. Like in the Halloween one, they've got a, a Ghostbusters type. Uh, the real. It's kind of a an homage to the real Ghostbusters, it looks like. But yeah, so that's something to think about. And just, you know, if you enjoyed any of this at all, then please check out Cartoon Action Hour Season 2. That's the uh, newest edition of Cartoon Action Hour, and uh, that's where we got these rules from. So, there you go. Very good, very good. I'm glad you guys enjoyed I hope it was an interesting finale. It was. It was a story told and told very well. Thank you yes. indeed, Josh. Absolutely yes. excellent. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate that you appreciated it. And there you have it. That was the final installment of Cartoon Action Hour. And as of this recording, this recording, not the recording that you just heard, I mean the these closing remarks we are not at all far from a brand spanking new edition of cartoon action hour it's cartoon action hour season three if you were part of the kickstarter and if you weren't why weren't you you know all about this and if you weren't then uh you will have to wait a little longer than the rest of us but That should still be coming your way very soon. So we will be featuring that in this podcast. I don't know whether it will be uh, involving Josh DeLioncourt. I don't know if it'll be involving Adam. But we will be featuring it. So be on the lookout for that. I hope you've enjoyed these Good God, it took a long time to get here. We figured these would be posted by, at the latest, early 2010. (laughs) It is 2013. And here we are. So, anyway, I hope it's been fun. Thank you, Cynthia Celeste Miller and everyone else at Spectrum Games for making an awesome game for for us to play. And we look forward to enjoying and showing off and or showcasing the brand new edition when it gets here, Cartoon Action Hour Season 3. So... Kind of hard to know what to say because I don't have a till next time. I mean, this is on the Monkeys Took My Jetpack feed, so I guess I can say in the next Monkeys Took My Jetpack, which should be coming soon. Uh, I'll see ya. But uh, for those who have just been sticking around for these, it's been fun. And, you know, be on the lookout if you want to hear more of Anim and me. Gaming, along with Mark Kinney and Andros and Nikki, you can check us out at the Gutter Skypes. And uh, that's still going strong. It was going strong when we were 
when we did these and it's still going strong here four years later so kind of kind of proud of that actually anyway i'm just rambling here so i'm going to shut this down but thanks for listening on behalf of anim5 and josh to lion court thanks for listening i know i said it twice but it bears repeating so long gang